Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful business vegan business. And today we're talking about one of those topics that either you're already really interested in and you've looked into it or you're just going to switch off as soon as I start discussing it. And that is the use of AI or artificial intelligence in your business. And before you do switch off, let me tell you, this is really important because If you view your vegan business as your form of activism, like I do, then it's your duty to get better at doing business so that you can have a bigger impact on the world. We don't want to have vegan businesses just because there aren't enough businesses in the world. There are, trust me. We actually want to move the vegan cause forwards by having successful businesses and showing the world that you can align your ethics with how you make a living. So that means if there is a technology or a better way of working that you keep hearing about, but you just don't understand, then you owe it to the cause to learn about it and see if it's going to improve your vegan business. Because sometimes These new technologies, they might revolutionize how you do business. And if those non-vegan businesses are embracing them, that might be why you're struggling to keep up. And artificial intelligence, it seems to be absolutely everywhere at the moment. And I used to always joke that we shouldn't call it AI because what we'd actually invented is AS artificial stupidity and especially when you're shouting at your phone or your smart speaker trying to get it to do something and it just seems to be willfully misunderstanding what you're asking it to do but just this last year AI seems to have taken some real leaps and bounds forwards and systems that seem just stunningly powerful and advanced have also become really accessible to people like you and me. And you might have come across the new generation of AI in a few places. And the first is image creation. Now, AI's advancement in creating realistic images, it was highlighted this year when what seemed like paparazzi photographs of 86-year-old Pope Francis walking down the street looking pimped up in a stylish ankle-length white puffer jacket and a silver crucifix when those photos went viral. And the photos, they looked completely real and genuine. And most people who reshared them didn't even stop to think that they could be fake. Even now, if you Google those images, I would challenge you to find a flaw in them. But the photographs, 
they were actually generated using the Image AI Mid-Journey. And that can create photorealistic images or even paintings and art just by giving it a text description of the image that you would like to see. And another place that you might have seen the latest generation of AI is language models such as ChatGPT, which was developed by the company OpenAI. And ChatGPT, it's a really simple to use chatbot that was designed to have human-like conversations. And it was built to be a new kind of interface with technology that was more intuitive to use. And it can read context and just deeply understand and remember what's being said to it. And it is just truly remarkable. Not just in how well it can hold a very realistic human conversation with you, but how well it can write and the sheer amount of information that it knows. You could ask it to summarise a book in just 10 bullet points that you've never got round to reading yet. And it's exceptionally good at idea generation. So you could ask it to come up with five ideas for your next podcast just by telling it what kind of audience you're trying to reach. You can even ask it for life advice or how to solve a complex business problem. And I've even seen companies using it to train their employees how to do specific specific tasks. And it's not going to give you a copy and paste answer from a website because something like ChatGPT, it has pretty much assimilated the entire sum of human knowledge and it draws its answers from that knowledge and learning rather than any one source. In fact, I've been using ChatGPT to help me write these podcasts for a while now. I'll tell it what topic I'm covering, who I'm writing for, and some initial ideas of what I was planning to include in that episode. And it comes back with a structure for a new episode. And it's laid out in bullet points and overviews of each part. So you could actually say, a robot wrote this podcast. And it is a huge time saver. And I can always just edit what it's produced if I want to change anything. And the same with social media posts. You can tell AI who your audience is and it will give you ideas for content to best connect with that audience. It will even write those posts for you or just jazz up what you've already created and add in emojis and hashtags. Or maybe you don't know what to send out to your email list each week. Well, tell ChatGPT what your goals are with those emails and who you're sending them to and get it to write them for you. Another simple thing that we use AI for at Vegan Business Tribe is every week we send out a behind the scenes update just to our paid community members. And we include a roundup of everything that's been going on in our community hub forum on Slack. And we pick out members' wins and if anyone is looking for help. And we put all that into our member-only email. And now, it used to take me the best part of an hour to scroll back through this week's posts and conversations. But now, 
we just copy and paste the full feed from our tribe chat channel into chat GPT. And we ask it to pick out the wins and the requests for help, but also to format them into a list that we can copy and paste into our email. So a job that used to take an hour it now takes less than five minutes. And Lisa doesn't have to check what I've written for spelling mistakes and typos either. So if you are involved in any kind of content creation, then you really need to make these AI systems your friend. And even the free versions of things like ChatGPT, they're really useful tools for your business. But your business can go beyond these simple uses too. You can license these language models and build them into your own systems to help understand your company's data and to spot new insights and opportunities. So, for example, I've been recently working with a company that used AI to analyse its power usage across all its manufacturing facilities. And the AI, it helped that company reduce their energy use by 40% just by analysing how they were using the facilities and how they could do it in a more efficient way. Or maybe a food business might use AI to read through all their customer reviews and online feedback about its products and then ask the AI to give it recommendations and suggestions for what kind of new products their customers will most likely prefer. So there really are multiple levels at which you can bring AI into your business. And whether that's just helping you to write your social media posts or giving AI a wider role in streamlining your business and spotting trends that you can take advantage of. And the first of those you can do now by yourself, just by signing up for a free account with something like ChatGPT. The second you'll need to bring a bit more expertise in your business to set up, which actually is exactly what I'm going to do now because we are very fortunate that one of our members, Sam Tucker, who is the founder of Veg Catalyst, is an expert in just this. In fact, Sam's team have developed the world's first vegan AI marketing assistant. So has been trained to be far more aware of vegan sensitivities. So I asked Sam to jump on a Zoom call to tell me all about his new Veg3 AI, but also to explain this whole topic of AI and how we can use it in our businesses in a lot more detail. Do you want to speak at more events? Do you want to get invited onto podcasts like this one? Well, it's far easier to do that if you can say that you have written a book. So let me tell you about The Vegan Publisher. Their founder, Matali, she is a best-selling business author herself. And Matali and her team, they will lead you through that entire process of becoming a published author, transforming you into the thought leader of your industry. And writing a book, it isn't just a great marketing activity to get you more clients. Trust me, being a published author, it will open up doors to opportunities that you never even knew existed. So even if you think you don't have the time to write a book, or even if you don't know what you might write a book about, 
go take a look at theveganpublisher.com to find out more. If you are looking to get your business in the news or on the radio or interviewed on TV, then no one's going to get your company noticed like Karen Ridges and her team at Mad Promotions. And Karen, she's been at the forefront of the vegan media scene for the last 20 years. And Mad Promotions, they're also our media partners at Vegan Business Tribe. So if you've read about us in plant-based news or in Economist, then that's probably because Karen got that story there. So if you are an ethical company or entrepreneur that wants more media coverage, and if you're a company that is looking to make a difference, then that's literally what Mad Promotion stands for. Karen, she's worked with Veganuary, VegFest, and all the other big names. So go find out more at mad-promotions.com. Today, I am joined by Sam Tucker. And Sam, you are a vegan activist. You're a part-time rapper. You've been a vegan radio host and a whole range of other accolades that we don't need to go into today. But today, we're talking to you specifically because you're probably best known as New Zealand's premier digital marketer. And you're also the founder of Veg Catalyst, which is the first vegan-trained artificial intelligence marketing assistant. And so let's start there because... AI as a tool, it's really broken through into the marketplace this year. So what do we actually mean when we're talking about an AI marketing assistant? For someone who hasn't really looked into this topic, it might sound all just a little bit sci-fi. Yeah, for sure. So obviously, AI has blown up so much since the release of ChatGPT. So that's probably what people are familiar with when they think about AI. What that is, is it's a large language model that basically just creates text content. So what an AI marketing assistant is, on the other hand, is something that understands all of the market research in your niche. It understands your business's marketing data, and it uses that to create content and strategies that are really optimized specifically for your business. And that's interesting. So just tell me a couple of different use cases. So I know you do have this VEG3 marketing assistant. So how might we actually use that? Yeah. So the first step is you want to set it up with some information about your brand. So you fill out a little bit of details about what your brand does, like what it is that you sell, for example, what your target audience is, and then you connect it to your marketing data. So that might be things like your Facebook, your Instagram pages, your email marketing lists. And then what VEG3 is going to do is it's going to analyze all of that data to look for patterns as to what's actually creating the performance and what is hindering the performance. So then it's going to use that information to assist you when you chat to it. So it's very, uh, you know, conversational. You can literally talk to it as if you're messaging, you know, an actual human marketing assistant, and it's going to respond with insights that are really specific to your brand and also to the vegan industry as a whole. So, I mean, you might use that as a chatbot, for instance, or, or maybe you'll use it to answer uh, social media messages or, or different things like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. So there's a lot of different capabilities of it. You can use it to chat, you know, um, like from your own perspective, but you could also potentially build it into, say, your website to chat to your customers. And there's also uh, functionality around creating content, functionality around looking at your current marketing campaigns and analyzing the performance in that. So just it's like having you know, a marketing um, assistant that's working 24-7 for like a fraction of the cost. Just picking up on that point about 
training and veganism because AI is trained. It's trained on different online information. It's trained on, you know, the information that it finds out there on the internet. And it's fair to say the internet's default setting isn't vegan. A hundred percent. And it's also not optimized for marketing performance either. So that's the problem with a lot of these large language models as they're trained off generic scraping the internet. And basically they're just statistical models that look for what is the most likely next word in a string of words. You can think of it like a kind of advanced autocorrect. It's like if you have a sentence, the cat sat on the blank, it's like, well, hat is probably more likely than the galaxy. So it'll give you that word. But again, it's going to pick up those statistics around just the way that the internet is as a whole. And like you say, it's not mostly pro-vegan, anti-speciesist content. It's mostly the opposite. And it's also not optimized for performance. And there's all sorts of you know biases that come up as a result of that and just really generic content. So what you really want is you want an AI that's trained on the actual use that you're using that AI for, right? So if you're trying to create vegan marketing content for a vegan business, you really need an AI that's trained on vegan marketing content from vegan businesses. Yeah. And I think when we talk about things like this, you know, this is an emerging technology at the moment. And I think if you've not looked into AI, and maybe if you're not that tech savvy yourself, you might be put off by these sort of terms that we're using. But I think if your business is your Activision, which for many of us with vegan businesses, it very much is. It's why we set them up in the first place. Then you do need to find a way to have a big impact with it. So if there are tools out there that means you're going to be able to compete better with those non-vegan businesses, I I think it doesn't matter if those tools are familiar or not. You kind of owe it to the cause to, to at least take a look at it. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And the other misconception there is that you have to be technically minded to be able to use these tools. I think that's understandable when you've got a new technology and it seems all like new and scary. But the reality is most of the AI tools are actually being created to be really user friendly and just intuitive. So that's a lot of what we thought about when we were building VEG3 is, you know, we didn't want you to have to have, you know, an advanced degree in computer science to be able to get the insights out of it. So that's why we built in things like that chat function. So again, you can interact with it just as if you're talking to another human being. That's absolutely right. I, I know. So, so I, I do use chat GTP myself and you do talk to it as if it's just somebody on, on the other end of a chat when you're asking it for what you want. And I find that more and more I will sit there with it open in my browser throughout my working day because it is, you know, AI is incredibly good for writing things like social yeah. media posts. And I've even started using it, you know, to help write my podcast, especially things like the recap that I do at the end. I just, you know, copy and paste my script into it and ask it to summarize it back to me in, in maybe 10 bullet points. And it's usually spot on. But we've been seeing AI go far beyond that now. I've seen people use it for, gosh, uh, video editing, uh, for taking notes in meetings and then providing the minutes back to people. Even you, you mentioned earlier about data, you know, making sense of data and creating new business strategies for that. So I think we are kind of looking at the next digital industrial revolution. And I think we're probably only at the beginning of it. That's 100% true. I mean, what AI can do today is already pretty incredible. But like you say, we're at such early stages of this technology. And I think there's going to be a massive competitive advantage for those who are staying up to date with what's coming out as far as these technologies go. I think that we're seeing a moment that's very much like the beginning of the internet or the beginning of social media, where there's going to be this huge opportunity for those who are at the forefront of it. And people who aren't keeping up to date with it are probably going to unfortunately get left behind. 
Yeah, and I think we've seen it creeping into a lot of the big headline apps recently as well. It seems like just this last couple of months, you know, MailChimp, Photoshop, and lots of the, you know, big online apps, they've all developed these AI generation options. I just wanted to break off for a second to ask, are you just following this podcast without being a member of Vegan Business Tribe? Because if you are, then let me tell you, you are missing out on about 80% of everything that goes on at Vegan Business Tribe, including incredible resources and a vibrant community of like-minded vegan business owners from around the world. Because as a member of Vegan Business Tribe, you'll gain access to hundreds of hours of online courses and guides and masterclasses in our Vegan Business Academy to help you grow your vegan business. You'll also get to attend our regular online networking meetups where you can promote your business and just forge those connections with fellow vegan business owners just like you. Plus, if you need more direct advice and assistance, you can join us on a live business clinic or you can post a question in our community hub where all our other members plus our vegan business experts are waiting to help you out. And the best part it's just £18.99 a month. And at the same time, you'll also be supporting the work that we do to champion the vegan business scene around the world. And just to add that we've now also recently introduced one-to-one business coaching and mentoring with myself or one of our vegan business experts. And that's available to a select number of our members. So if you're really looking to take your vegan business to the next level, then we've got you. Don't just lurk on the sidelines. There is a whole community of vegan businesses who want to get to know you and support you. Just head to veganbusinesstribe.com. Click on that big join button on the homepage and I cannot wait to connect with you and discuss your vegan business or your next big idea. If you are a UK vegan business, wouldn't it be better to have an accountant that shares your ethics? Well, vegan accountants have got over 30 years of experience and they're a vegan founded company. And just to add, they're also our accountants at Vegan Business Tribe because they just get us. They understand why we do what we do and they make sure that we're doing it in the most tax efficient way possible. Keith and his team, they've been massive supporters of our mission at Vegan Business Tribe. So if you are an established UK business with a growth mindset and you want an accountant that is going to help you grow and shares your mission as well as saves you tax, then just go to veganaccountants.co.uk to find out more. Back specifically to your Veg3 app. Are we actually calling it Veg3 or V-E-G-3? Just clear that up about the name first. What do you call it, Sam? So this is actually a little bit of a marketing strategy intentionally to get people discussing how do you call it. (laughs) Uh, So there's actually three different answers, which kind of leads into, you know, V-E-G-3. So you can say Veg3, which is a little bit of a... Uh, similar to Web3, which is, again, like we had the first stage of the internet was when it was created. Second stage was social media. Web3 is this new stage we're entering with AI and virtual reality and all these other things. We can also call it VG3, which is based on GPT3, which is the underlying technology that it originally used when we started building it. And then finally, it's also veggie because we're obviously a vegan business and we're all veggies over here. 
Absolutely. And thank you for clearing that up. So jumping back into the VEG3, when I saw the demo of this and went through what, what it could actually do, you actually used a really interesting case study of, of asking it to respond to people who'd made anti-vegan comments on your social media. And I thought that was just such a cool use of technology. So could, could you just talk me through how it does something like that? Yeah, well, it's actually super easy to train an AI to do that because all of the responses that we get, like anti-vegan comments, there's only really about five of them that exist. Like everything else is just a variation of it. People aren't super original. So um, yeah, basically the way that we went about doing this is we looked at like what were some of those common comments. We scraped things like Reddit forums, for example, for anti-vegan posts, created these big data sets of that. And then we gave it the response we were actually looking for. And we so we trained it that way. We trained it to mimic kind of writing in a way that is understanding of vegan ethics and is also effective at, you know, conveying those ethics. And that's really good because one of the things I have to keep doing when I use chat GTP, for instance, you know, it, as good as it is, I have to keep pre-qualifying uh, when I'm instructing it what I need it to do. I need to keep reminding yeah. it that I'm writing for a vegan audience. I have to ask it to rewrite parts to better suit my tone of voice. And, and that's all the things that you've already trained into this model. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's a huge part of actually why we built it in the first place. So originally, we were mostly focusing on the marketing agency side of what we do as a business. So we were trying to think about like, how do we scale up, create more better quality and higher quantity content for our clients. And so we thought AI is an obvious solution there. But the problem with that is it just didn't understand the niche. It didn't understand the audience and it didn't understand how to write content that was likely to perform well. So we had an example, uh, this client we worked with, Vegan Style. We were using it to try to write social media posts for them. And so we would give an instruction like write a caption for some vegan leather boots. And it would literally say, oh, these beautiful, like genuine cow skin boots and, you know, completely missed the point. I love hearing about these kind of uh, different uses for, for AI, because one of the things I know you mentioned on your website is about integration, too. So just, just give yeah. me some wider ideas of what you can actually do with, with something like Veg3. Yeah, I mean, really, the possibilities of it are just limited by your imagination, just about, you know, it's there's so many capabilities of this technology. But in terms of like ways that can integrate into things that businesses are already doing, what I always suggest is like, just keep track of your day, look at where you're spending the majority of your time. And the things that are really time consuming and really repetitive, that's the first place you want to look at, can AI help solve this problem? So if you're sending a lot of like, I don't know, thank you emails to customers, for example, um, maybe you look into how can AI speed that up, make more personalized emails at scale. So really it's about, yeah, looking at what's repetitive, what's taking up a lot of time, and those are the areas where I think it's very easy for AI to sort of take over. So what kind of repetitive tasks are we looking for? In terms of what I might have in my business that I might want to offload to an AI assistant, what other things could, could we have it doing? Yeah, good question. So I, I want to just clarify uh, what VG3 is as a little bit more advanced than just a language model. That's a component of what we have built, but we've also built in predictive analytics, for example, so it can actually make predictions about how things like marketing content will perform. It has like a large research library that it's using as well to um, make its decisions on. So we have a large language model that's part of it, but we also have these other um, functionalities built into it as well. So for example, uh, we've been talking to like a, a dating app, for example, that I, I won't mention the name of who we're uh, 
you know, in discussions about how we can incorporate AI into that to make predictions about which users are likely to get on the most. So anything where there's a lot of data, then there's so much potential for AI to be able to help with that. Absolutely fantastic. Now, Sam, this is absolutely brilliant. And like you say, there are so many different use cases that, that we could go into talking about that. But if people do want to find out more about VG3 and, or anything else that you do in general, so where should they be going to try and get some more information about this? Yeah, so if you're interested in trying out VUG3, you can go to the website VUG3.ai and you can sign up for a 10-day free trial there. And if you're interested in you know anything else that we're doing, uh, our parent company, Veg Catalyst, our website is VegCatalyst.com and you can find out more about you know all of the other million and one brands we've got going on. <laughs> Absolutely. And I should also mention that you are a vegan business tribe member too. And I know that you're also quite active on our community hub for answering people's questions about digital marketing or AI or just anything they want to ask you, really. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I'm always available on the community hub there on Slack. So feel free to just send me a private message there if you're part of the group. That is brilliant. So that is Sam Tucker, founder of Veg Catalyst. And it was absolutely brilliant to talk to you today, Sam. Great to talk to you too. Thanks for having me on. And that was a really interesting chat. And this idea that instead of asking, well, what can this technology do? Instead saying, these are the problems that I have in my business. How can AI solve that? And that's a really good way to approach this. And I suspect that we're only at the start of this. As I admitted in that interview, I usually have ChatGTP open in a browser window whilst I'm working away. And MailChimp, Photoshop, and lots of other online platforms, they're all currently introducing their first AI integrations that you can use to speed up how you work. And we've been talking a lot about ChatGPT by OpenAI in this episode. But Google and Microsoft, they've been developing their own artificial intelligence too, that they're building into their own products. And if we know anything, it's not to ever write off Google and Microsoft. So if you think this all sounds cool, but you've never taken a look at it just because it seems new and unfamiliar and you don't know where to start, then just go online. Start to read about how other companies in your industry are using AI in their business. Go sign up for an account on some of the AI platforms and just have a play about with them. A lot of those are actually free at the moment. Or bring some expertise into your business. Go and buy some time from somebody who already knows how all this works. And as I said at the start of the episode... It's important that you don't just switch off from these new kinds of developments because we're here to make a difference. We're here to show the world that you can combine your ethics with how you make a living and that you can move the vegan cause forwards using your business skills. So that is it for another amazing episode. And please do remember to check out our sponsors, Vegan Accountants, The Vegan Publisher and Mad Promotions and PR. I know the founders of all these businesses 
personally. And they are all member companies of Vegan Business Tribe, and I recommend them all to you. And please remember, do subscribe to our channel for more great content like this. And you can also sign up for our free weekly vegan business advice email over on veganbusinesstribe.com so that you never miss out on any of our new content. I really appreciate you giving up your time to be here and please do give us a like a review or a thumbs up if you found this useful and remember if you're listening to the audio only version then you can also now find it online on youtube and you get to look at my face and if you are watching this on youtube then sorry that you do have to look at my face but remember you can go pick up the audio version for when you're out and about too So that's it. Thank you so much for joining us on another one. And I'll see you on the next one.